CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston, a radio.com station. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. Hey guys, and welcome back to I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. It's Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. And let us be honest with you. We are back, but we are riding the struggle bus. No, 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 no. We're not riding. We're driving the struggle bus. It has been, yes, a struggle for sure. It's been a rough couple of weeks, but the hangry girls are on an uptick, I think. We're talking at it. Yeah, like 2020 is ending, and we're finally going to go into 2021 with all good, positive vibes. Danielle, I've been talking to you a lot because I've been in quarantine with my boyfriend. We've been exposed to someone with COVID, so we've been staying at my apartment. I think I might kill him. <laughs> no, he's an angel. He is. He is a true angel. But he I've also, never even met Tyler, and I know that he's an angel, y'all. He is seems like like the best boyfriend ever. He's so like the sweetest ever, but also put down the toilet seat. You know, <laughs> like is that so hard? How has your week been? Oh, it's been good. My family came in for my niece's baptism last weekend, so it was just. My dad and my stepmom, my mom, it was really sweet. And I'm her godmother. So, oh, family time, you know. So, that is so sweet. I just with fam. Yeah, we've been quarantining, which is definitely tough when all you want to do is like go out to restaurants and try things and leave your apartments and our townhouses. But it's so difficult for those of you who are continuing to work from home and like not leave your house. Props to you because this is hard. I am proud of you. It is definitely hard, but it's important. So proud of you. And for those of you quarantined with your boyfriends and your families or your husbands, like God bless it. Bless all of you. Everyone has a special place in heaven because that's <laughs> I mean, a lot. Of has like a one bedroom apartment at this point. I'm just like, goodness gracious. We set up for my boyfriend, Tyler, because he's also working from home, obviously. We set up a like card, like a folding card table. It looks like a beer pong table. That's definitely what I intend to use it as once this is over. But he has this card table like in my bedroom. So he's not out in the, you know, the common area because I do have a roommate. She's been staying with her boyfriend. But I'm like, okay, we have to move you into, into my bedroom. But now the argument is like, we have to make my bed because he's in every Zoom meeting and my bed is in the background, like unmade. I'm like, God, now everyone knows we're a mess. You're not a mess. It's fine. It's just quarantine life. You know what? It's like at home, work from home. Your bed's messy. It's okay. Like we all like need to give each other a pass at this point. So During true. Times, these times. Oh my God, don't even say it. During these unprecedented times. Unprecedented times, <laughs> Danielle can't find a hairbrush. <laughs> How many emails have you gotten that are like, in these uncertain times? Oh, so many. I'm like, okay. We're like month, what, like nine, ten? Like, ten, okay, I think. Know, like, yeah, like we get what the times are like now. Now we're going into the holidays. And so now we're really like not really sure what's going to go on with unprecedented times. Dude, all I know is like I'm going to stay home and I'm going to wear my mask and we encourage you to do the same. So that way we can actually have like an awesome Christmas, like if we can like lower our numbers a little bit, that'd be fabulous. Absolutely. So as we're going into the Christmas time, you know what we're entering into, Danielle? Cuffing season. Oh, oh, well, I don't know anything about that apparently. <laughs> Girl, no, you of course, Danielle of all people knows nothing about cuffing season. <laughs> 
No, coming season's coming up, which means if you're swiping on some dating apps, you might want to find someone to spend some holiday time with and go on some special dates. And if you're planning on taking someone out on a cute holiday-themed date, we want to help you out with some restaurants and some places that you can go that are different every single week so you can try some new places. This week, I have three new date night spots, and then I'm going to talk about three festive places for either Thanksgiving and the Thanksgiving's coming up next week or mm. Christmas date night spots. So stay tuned for those places. But my first three date night spots are going to be number one, Alice Blue. Oh, Alice Blue the other day in the Heights. It is off of 19th Street. And if you haven't been in 19th Street, it's just a cool, like eclectic part of the Heights. Like when I hear the Heights, I think of 19th Street. It's very walkable. And there's like art galleries and like antique shops. And then there's Alice Blue, which if you look too hard, then you're going to like pass it. If you don't like you barely look, you know, so it is a great restaurant for a lunch spot. Also dinner spot. I went for lunch and started with their deviled eggs. I oh. love deviled eggs. Okay, Danielle, I'm obsessed, but every time I go to Alice Blue, I go with someone who isn't a deviled eggs fan. So I've been dying to hear if they're good. They're so good. And they have these like little pickled mustard seeds, pickled mustard seeds on top. and kind of adds like this like little acidic texture to yeah. it. So, so good. And they're known for their bacon cheeseburger. It is like a double patty. And I'm not even a huge cheeseburger person, mm -hmm. but I've seen this picture on their Instagram. And it's like, y'all, whatever you're doing, go on Instagram right now, type in Alice Blue, and you're going to see this cheeseburger and you're going to say, holy smokes. It looks so good. I actually posted a picture of my burger on my Instagram account the other day. But y'all, this burger is like the truth. It is like <laughs> no nonsense, just good old fashioned onions, cheese, good beef, like so good. Yeah. There's no like lettuce on it, no tomatoes, no frills. It's just so solid. God, Alice Blue is like one of my favorite places. I took my sister there when she came in to visit because I just think they have such solid, good food. My favorite thing on the menu is the quiche because I think it's so different than anything like you would get at a normal restaurant. And it was so ridiculously good. But even like their spaghetti and meatballs, which seems like the most basic thing you could ever get, was so good. The noodles were like tubular. A tubular, dude. It's totally tubular. <laughs> no, but I appreciate when there's like a dish that like you cannot mess this up, you know, yeah. like at a steakhouse, like you cannot mess up like mashed potatoes, you know what I mean? Or like mm -hmm. macaroni and cheese. Like you just can't mess like those like few sides up. So for them to like not mess up a dish like spaghetti, that's on point. Perfect. And just the inside too is so quaint and almost like the vibe of it seems so like minimalistic. Like everything's very like very much clean. So. Did you see their patio area? Oh my God. With the little string lights, it almost looks like an alleyway. It is literally looks like an alleyway. That's what I was meaning earlier when I said like, if you like, you might miss it. Like if you, oh, yeah. like, it's like a blue door and like, you might miss the alleyway. It is so tiny, but the restaurant itself is so nice. Yeah. I think that's a really great spot for a first date, especially it's so cute. It's clean. It's open, like spacious. It's just, it's a great place, especially if you're looking to social distance. Absolutely. And there's a ton of stuff around it. So like after the date, you can like hop around and stuff as mm -hmm, well. For so. sure. Okay. What's our second spot? Second spot is going to be Oso in Cristala. Mm. It's going to be downtown. And you know, we've talked before about Patente. It's owned yeah. by Jim Crane, the Astros owner. Mm -hmm. So Oso in Cristala is owned by Jim Crane. And it is their more casual 
dining experience than Patente. The chef is Danny Trace, so he is super talented. They have amazing wood-fired pizzas. This is a great like dinner spot, but also lunch. Like if you're you know working downtown, want to get like a quick bite, you know, for a date, or if you need like a lunch spot for some buddies and stuff, this is a great spot. Happy hour starts at four o'clock, runs till seven. They have their prices that start at like three o'clock for their mm-hmm. cocktails and dishes. It's kind of like a modern yet like relaxed lounge. Ooh, that sounds yeah. fun. It's a really, really cool space and it's next door to Patente. You know, Patente is more of like the high class, you know, kind of more bougie. And then Oso and Cristela, I feel like it's a little bit more approachable on just like a regular Wednesday. You know, you don't need right. a, a special occasion to go there. They have some really great food. I love their garden veggie pizza, their ragatone, lasagna, their different pastas, shrimp and grits. I mean, their food is great. Again, Chef Danny Trace. He's awesome. He hits it out of the park every time. Right. (laughs) No, I love places like this that have really good food, but I think almost on a first date, the atmosphere is more important because you're not really judging the person that you're going on a date with by the food. You're judging it by like how the date goes. So places that have this phenomenal food where you're genuinely enjoy and get like good quality, but there's just a good atmosphere to set up the date. I think you have a higher chance of getting a second date when you choose a good restaurant. I completely agree. Well said. Okay, third final restaurant, date night spots. Third spot is going to be, again, downtown. It made me think of Irma's Southwest, which Irma in Houston, it's kind of like a staple. Mm -hmm. I have been watching Food Network or like the Travel Channel, and Irma's, Houston Irma's, has like shown up multiple times. So we cannot talk about Houston and not talk about Irma's. It is like just a good, authentic Southwest cuisine, Mexican cuisine. And there was Irma. I don't know if she's still working there right now, but I know (gasps) at one point Irma was in the back. I think she's still there. No. You can watch on like Food Network channel. One of the famous Astros players is Jeff Bagwell. And he's Mm -hmm. on, he goes and sees Irma and stuff. And it's, it's just a really nice, like, communal kind of restaurant. Everybody kind of knows about it. It's a landmark. They have some really amazing food. They have some cool intricate stuff. They have a wild game taco with like deer and antelope. I don't know if that's your style, but still it's pretty cool. Dude, that's like, if you have an adventurous date, good for you because that scares me, but also cool. (laughs) But then they also have, of course, like, you know, your quesos and then they have like a Kobe burger that I love, Texas tamales. And then they have like, you know, your normal stuff, your enchiladas and whatever you would normally get at a Mexican restaurant. But I love that this is a place that is authentic Mexican cuisine, but it's like kicked up a notch. Like who the heck has wild game these days at authentic Mexican restaurants? Like Irma is killing it. (laughs) Irma, you go. Well, I don't know why when you say Irma, I'm like picturing a very specific person. And I, are you picturing a little old abuela, abuelita? Because that is Irma. Irma, That is exactly what I'm picturing. Oh, I'd want to go just for Irma. (laughs) I know. Seriously, I can't imagine that she's not there. Like she has to be there. I love her. Okay. Coming up after the break, we are going to get into the Christmas spirit because we are big believers that on midnight on October, 31st starts Christmas season. So whether you celebrate Thanksgiving first or Christmas, it doesn't matter. We're still going to get into the holiday spirit. Cue Mariah Carey coming up after the break. From date night to must try restaurants. It's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. It's the holiday season. 
Happy Christmas. I'm just thinking of like, and happy holidays, like the sync version. <laughs> oh yeah, sync was always my favorite when it came to holiday music. Honestly, they're so underrated because everyone always says, oh, Mariah Carey is the queen and Michael Buble is the king of Christmas. Have oh, we forgotten that. about NSYNC? I do love Miguel. Miguel is very nice. And then, of course, <laughs> of course, Mariah. I mean, Mariah brings the heat. But come on, JT. I mean, we can't, you know. I mean, just you can't miss it. Spirit. No, you can't miss it. Yeah, Danielle and I are very excited right now to be in the holiday spirit. Have you started decorating for Christmas, Danielle? I, I- <laughs> Christmas stuff I mean. <laughs> you, it's like the holidays where you randomly find like glitter on your forehead. <laughs> yes, literally. So Danielle and I are doing the show socially distant today because we're trying to do our best to quarantine and stay separate before the holidays so that way we can keep our families safe. So we are recording. We're on Zoom right now. I'm looking at some Christmas decorations in Danielle's living room and she's looking at me sitting down in my closet. So that's <laughs> super nice. <laughs> But Danielle, my Christmas tree's been up since August. I know it has, which mm-hmm. has been great. Mental health-wise, I'm sure that is great to see those yeah. lights today. I've saved a lot on co-pays with therapy just by putting up the Christmas <laughs> tree. So if anyone else needs a little break, that's probably what you should do is continue to keep it up. But Danielle, you really have broke out the Christmas decoration. I know. And, you know, I have this, like, smaller Christmas tree. And I think my thought process is, is like, again, like, kind of like you were saying, you save money on therapy because the Christmas tree is up. Yeah. I want to put that Christmas tree in my bedroom because I spent a lot of time in my room. Yeah. And so it's typically like downstairs, but no, like I need something to like brighten my mood when I first wake up. And I think I'm going to get another Christmas tree that's flocked. Yeah. That for downstairs for in here. Yeah. Like over in the wine area. Yeah. Danielle's has like an entire specs section of wine in <laughs> the corner of her apartment, but that's a genius idea. We're very excited to be celebrating the holiday season. We're feeling really festive and we hope that y'all are too if you put up your Christmas tree send us a pic send it to Danielle's Instagram account at Hangry Houstonian so we can see your beautiful Christmas trees and the recipes that you have for your holidays that you're going to do with your family but while we're getting ready let's get festive let's Let's get married we need inspo in our life Mm -hmm. you know and this that's what this segment's going to be about it's going to be a little inspiration on what to do to still be in the festive type mode okay guys do it Three of my favorite festive restaurants in Houston for the holidays, whether you're looking to do something for Thanksgiving or you're looking to do something for Christmas, just remember these three places. First place on my list is Wheezy's Table. Now, Wheezy's Table, is a, it's a great place. It's actually where my brother and sister-in-law had their rehearsal dinner. Oh, this was like a few years ago, so we rented out the place. Yeah. And we had like 100 people at the personal dinner. Throwback, fun times. <laughs> exactly. Remember when we can be with 100 people? Remember that? But this place is so nice. You walk in, it has this like French colonial feel to it. Very high ceilings, wooden beams, just super like intimate and cozy. But also they like have garland draped around the restaurant. And so it makes it feel festive mm-hmm. and just like, you know, you want to drink like apple cider or, you know, some sort of like festive drink, you know what yeah. I mean? So I love Wheezy's Table. They have such a darling patio outside as well with like their little twinkle lights and stuff. So if you're interested in just sitting outside, they have like a little nice area outside as well. This could be a great place if you aren't going to do like a family gathering. It may be like you and your mom or you and your dad or a boyfriend or something want to just go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. This is a great place. 
So Wheezy's Table, they have like a French Southern food style. So think of like seafood crepes, fried chicken. Wow. Seafood crepes. That's a thing. Crepes. Oh yeah. There's like crab meat in it, fish. Oh, I love seafood crepes. Oh my God. That sounds, for seafood lovers, that actually sounds really amazing. Yes. This place also is great for brunch. So like I'd probably eat seafood crepes for a brunch type meal. We go there for brunch occasionally, like Mother's Day and stuff. This is okay. special occasion type of place in my heart. They have complimentary bread, which like I'm here for. Any place that gives me anything for free, I'm like, let's you, go. You earned a gold star in my book. Thank you. <laughs> and it's good bread. You know, it's not the like wonder bread. Right. <laughs> the wonder bread and olive oil. <laughs> like enjoy. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But this stuff is so good. And honestly, I just love the atmosphere so much. And they have like a, an exposed bar area, which is mm. really nice too. Like I appreciate that. It kind of just has like that like New Orleans type feel to it. So my family, we love, love, love this restaurant. The second restaurant on my list is B&B Butchers. Have you ever been there? Oh my God. I'm obsessed. I went here one time because I am not bougie enough to afford this place. Cause if you're talking special occasion, this is it. And it's the best. This means a lot coming from me. This is the best dinner I've ever had in Houston. And oh. Sarah Pepper took me to this place. She like oh, is the sweetest right. person ever. And she'll take me out, me and Tyler, like once a month to a really fancy restaurant. We'll go and have like our bougie night and pretend that we're like whatever. But Sarah has taken me to this place because she's awesome. And the food, I was like a toddler trying real food for the first time. I was like, oh my god it's so good that's right i remember seeing snaps of y'all there oh it is so 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 like how do you even describe the food without just drooling well you do drool but (laughs) i would start and say that it is a steakhouse okay so you think steakhouse is like white tablecloths yeah 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 okay we got that but bnb butchers it is a two-story and like their second floor have you ever been up to this no so nice like open air so if you're again kind of more a little bit more concerned about that like there's open air, really, mm-hmm. really nice for like brunch time. Yeah, I mean, it has an intimate feel to it for sure. Love that like the waiters are like in like the tuxedos and like, yes. you know, like, all that kind of stuff. It just makes you feel like, oh, I'm you're gonna really going for exactly. a night out. You really yeah, are. Absolutely. And the food there is just, I mean, it's so good. One of the things that they're known for is their bacon. Oh my God. What is it? Bacon three ways? Bacon three ways. Exactly. They're, one of them was like the lamb bacon. Another yeah. one was like the bacon with like the carpet bagger on top and stuff. I mean, they're just being so creative with what they're like good at, you know? It's insane. And it really was like the best meat I have ever had. I mean, and we've gone to some nice places that have, you know, really nice meat, but I would just say that B&B Butchers is way more over the top. Like the food that you're going to get there is really top of the line good stuff. Yeah, no, I agree. And like their bacon is not just like, oh, this is like a little crispy piece of bacon. Like it is, it's like a steak you're like cutting into. Bacon is a loose term, straight up steak. It is literally a steak. So love their bacon. Then also they have a great brunch there. Oh. Their carpet bagger Benedict, so good. So their carpet bagger, it's like a fried oyster with like hot sauce on top. Oh my gosh, it's Ooh. so good. So they put this carpet bagger, quote unquote carpet bagger, on like so many different things. So one of the things that I love a lot is on top of their Benedict mm-hmm. for brunch. Also, they have a brisket ravioli, which are like two of my favorite things. Ooh. And then of course, I can't talk about a place and not talk about their mac and cheese. Oh my God, don't even get me 
start it. So good that it's like baked with that crust that like, oh, I love like a macaroni and cheese that has that like that thick crust on it that you yes. just like you take that spoon and you just like dip. You just go in and you're just like, oh, it's so good. I think we even got bacon in the mac and cheese because here's the thing. If you've never been to B&B Butchers before and you're planning on going, know that the sides are like family style. Like it's not a side for you. It's a big side that you can share with the table. You know what I mean? So everyone can kind of pick a side. Oh, yeah. yeah, everyone can kind of pick a side to share. So if you get the mac and cheese, you're getting like a full mac and cheese that you're going to be able to share or like the potatoes. Oh my God. Now I'm hungry. I know. Right. Mm. And one of the fun things they have there, have you ever heard of A5 Wagyu? Oh my God. Isn't that like the insanely like expensive, Super expensive, like it's like Japanese Kobe A5 Wagyu. It has to come with a certificate to like prove that it is like actually this specific type of meat. I mean, like it's that crazy. And so they have a sandwich there called the A5 Wagyu sandwich. It's $75 and it's like a piece of like white bread with this meat, with this Wagyu and it is cut up and I haven't had it, but I have heard amazing things. And I know that people have messaged me before asking me where you can get the sandwich and I don't have deep enough pockets to spend uh-uh. $75 on a, <laughs> a sandwich like that. But I wanted to let everybody know if you're in the market for that, that is a place where you can find it. Dude, that sounds like your once a year go out really good I'll- lunch dinner i mean we're talking holidays Tis the season right Tis the season to get fat and wear sweaters okay third spot fluffing season (laughs) you said cuffing i say fluffing (laughs) third spot is going to be a restaurant in the post oak area called the annie bnb butchers and the annie are both owned by ben berg hospitality and they just do festive time of year really really well the annie has a great room to like social distance in they have it overlooks the post oak area they make it super festive with their christmas trees and their decor is very light and airy it almost has like a little bit of like a feminine feel to it in the sense of it being like light and airy it's Mm -hmm. not like a a very masculine place so i think of annie and i think of like a place that i would love to you know pre-covid times have like a holiday party at or okay sister-in-law she had like a bridal shower there oh yeah okay they have really good food but i don't think of their food as like super heavy stuff whereas mm. like i think of bnb butchers like you're gonna roll us out of there you go you know? eat i think of the annie as more of like let's do like cocktails and look over post oak and like watch the rolls royces drive down post oak boulevard and you know drink our mm-hmm. martini and stuff so anyways i love their food there though they have like lobster rolls they have a coffee encrusted filet oh their cocktails there are absolutely amazing one of the fun cocktails that i love to get is a dreamsicle cocktail oh my god that sounds amazing oh gosh the annie also has like a really great like nightlife since it's in the gallery area it's a great place to like grab a drink and then like you know hop around and stuff like that so it's all good festive places today Tis the so coming up after the break we're gonna do what houstonians do best and that is bayou bar hop because there's nothing we love more than doing a little bar hopping it's coming up next on i'm sorry for what i said when i was hangry Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm Jesse Watt. And I'm Danielle Dubois. And this week we're riding a little bit of a struggle bus. We are trying to stay as socially distant as possible before we go home to see our families for Thanksgiving. And we know you're probably doing the exact same thing. So bear with us because we are on Zoom looking at each other in our apartments. (laughs) 
But if there's one thing that we are looking forward to when this is all over, it is definitely going back to bars, going back to breweries, and finally being able to leave our apartments. And it's coming. We got to keep our heads up. It's coming one of these days, and we're just going to continue to help you make like a bucket list of all the places you want to go once this quarantine's finally over. Once it's over, you're going to have this awesome list, and you're going to be like, I'm going to check off each place the Hangry Girls told me to go. You'll be like, man, thank God the Hangry Girls were there during quarantine to make this bucket list for us. And listen, even though we're riding the struggle bus this week, you don't have to because we have made it as easy as possible for you to listen to the show. All you have to do is talk to your Amazon Alexa, your Google Home, whatever you have. Say, Alexa, turn on CBS Sports Radio 650 on radio.com and we'll be there every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. to help wake you up or... I don't know if you sleep in a little bit. Like, it's okay. You can catch up on the podcast on radio.com. We got you. Just type in hangry. We'll come right up and we are going to continue to be adding things to your bucket list. So, Danielle, what are we adding to the bucket list today? This week, we're going to talk about some of Houston's best and most popular breweries. Oh my God. Houston has the best breweries ever. I'm so excited. Isn't it so cool that we have so many breweries in the city? It's like, not where do many. you start? No, and not that many other places, even in like the, all of the U.S. have this many breweries. Like, think about it. Back home in Baton Rouge, how many breweries did you have? Maybe one. Uh, like, I'm not even sure. I, I That's what I'm saying. One. Yeah. In New Orleans, there's one for sure. Jackson's Brewery. That's all that I can think of, like growing up, knowing about. Isn't that crazy? I honestly can't. I mean, there's maybe one in Detroit where I grew up, but I can't think of a place where you could actually go brewery hopping because there's so many in Houston. We're lucky. Alcoholics. Maybe. I mean, or maybe just like we like to watch beer being made and have fun at these places. We like to party, okay? Okay, get off my back. I like to party and have a good time. I will say, if you are going to go out, these places I feel like are decent places to go out and still socially distance because number one, they're typically large places. The three places I'm going to talk about are Carbock, Eighth Wonder, and then Eureka in the Heights. And there are three breweries that are large and have a lot of open air. So if you're looking for places to socially distance, maybe you have like a cousin coming in for Thanksgiving, you're mm-hmm. looking to, for something to do with them. These are three good options for you if you still want to be smart. I mean, obviously still wear your mask, check all the boxes, but these yeah. are still three good options for you. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So my first spot is going to be Carbock. I love Carbock. Number one, because the beer obviously is so good. Okay, so one of my favorite beers there is their Love Street. I'm not a huge beer drinker. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me some vodka. <laughs> give me a seltzer. Give We're me good. some tequila. Exactly. Tequila, te amo tequila. But with beer, if I'm like eating crawfish, I'll drink a beer. Okay, but I'm not like going out of my way to necessarily like just chug back beers. But I will say Carbock has some really good beers for people that are not typically beer drinkers. If you're someone like me that likes a lighter beer, stick with the Love Streets. I love that at these breweries, each of the breweries, you can get sample flights, okay? Because sometimes people don't want to buy, like invest in a whole beer, you know? You're like, I just want a sipper. I want a sipper. I want to see like what I like, what I don't like and stuff. Right. Carbock is really good about that. Also, you can like schedule a tour to like look at all the ins and outs of Carbock. How are they taking the hops and making the beer? And you geek out on that kind of stuff. It's really cool to see the behind the scenes. And I mean, Carbock is super well known here in Houston. And in right. Texas. There's a ton of stuff to do there. 
So if you're bringing your family, this is a great place. They have like cornhole, giant Jenga, have a huge patio. Pre-COVID, they had different concerts and like festivals. If you follow them on Instagram, you can keep up with like all the cool things that they're doing. Hopefully we can get back to all that soon. Then they have food offered as well. Some of the things that I love are their hatch chili macaroni and cheese. They also have like pizzas and some shared plates like pretzels, right? Like I love yeah, a pretzel. yeah. salty. Like if I'm drinking beer, like give me all the salt and the sodium, okay? The snacks. Exactly. I want a snack. Honestly, any of those breweries, even if you're not someone that geeks out on things like, oh, let me see how it's made. That's something that's fun either way. Like I don't ever sit in bed and I'm like, God, I wonder how Carbox making their beer. But if you show me, like, I will genuinely be interested. And especially if you have people coming in from out of town, like, that's just a really fun, number one, activity to do. But number two, like, drink it up. Yeah, it's a fun activity. And it's right now, I feel like you don't necessarily want to be indoors and stuff. And the weather's really nice. And, like, this is brewery weather. True. Yeah, when it drops below, like, 90 degrees here in Houston, we're like, take me outside. Let's Let's go. It's fall. Yes, exactly. Okay, what's our second spot this week? Second spot is going to be 8th Wonder Brewery. I hear so much about This place is super cool. Yes, it's a really cool spot. I've actually gone to, like, crawfish boils and stuff there. And I feel like they always have, like, something, like, super cool going on. They have, like, music. Mm -hmm. dog friendly they have food trucks that like kind of line the area they have a really cool sign that says brewston instead of houston the brewston dude i love that exactly so it's you know instagram worthy of course you got to do it for the gram and then if you fall in love with their beer like you can buy this in the store which i love and that's the same thing with carbock as well you can buy this stuff in the store and next i'm going to talk about eureka and Again, you can buy it in the store, which I I love. Like, it's a large enough brewery that if you like the stuff, you can purchase it on your own as well. So, Eighth Wonder, again, always has really cool stuff going on. It's always a place that, like, has a good vibe, you know? It's like dull. It's not like it's a super quiet place. Like, good atmosphere, good upbeat. Like, you're going to have a good time. You're probably going to, like, get a little buzz going. (laughs) Little buzz. A lot of buzz. Now, Eighth Wonder, I think I've been there before, like, one time. Isn't most of it outside? Yes. I love that. Picnic tables. Like, I mean, bring your dog, socially distance, like with your people and have a good time. Like, this is a great place to do that at. And I love when they have like music going on and stuff. I mean, Saturday afternoon, like, yes. I would almost much rather be at like a brewery on a Saturday during the day, like one, two o'clock in the afternoon. It's nice out, especially this time of year. It's not like sweltering hot and you can spend time outside get your drink on and then be in bed by eight. Exactly. Day drinking y'all. As you get older, you know that day drinking is where it is at. Hangry girls promote day drinking. Yes. Which is why I'm drinking wine right now. Okay, next. Precisely. There might be vodka in my lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding, but there might be after this show. Right after. Yep. So my third spot is going to be Eureka Heights. Like I was saying before, Mm -hmm. Eureka is a really cool spot. When you walk into the building, 
majority of it is inside, but they do have like their patio area. You walk in, you see the big brew tanks. I don't know. I like love that visual. You know, yes. when you like walk in and you're like, I'm in an industrial place. Like, they're- <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm a part of it when I see it. You know? Yeah, yeah, I do. Really, really cool. They have the flight that I love to get. I love to get flights at breweries. They have a $10 flight. One of my favorite beers at Eureka. It is called the Buckle Bunny. Which, <laughs> you know what a Buckle Bunny is? No, but 10 out of 10 on the name so far okay yes so first of all it's like the lightest beard they have there that's probably why i like it but a buckle bunny is a girl that kind of like falls over a cowboy or like is really cowboys and stuff so a buckle you know like the cowboys have their buckles oh my god it's like playboy bunny kind of but like a buckle like so like for cowboys yeah so like it's the girls they're like oh my god he's a cowboy like he's a cowboy like oh my god oh my god it's the western version of hugh hefner seriously yeah and that was me me. (laughs) after i fell in love with my first cowboy i think we've talked about this on the air before have you you fallen in love with a cowboy oh my god my life was changed by cowboys I love this so much. Anyways, I was the epitome of a buckle bunny, which may or may not be the reason why I appreciate the name and love the beer buckle bunny. Uh-huh. So Eureka, you hit the nail on the head with that name. So, so good. This place is awesome because they have indoor cornhole. On Wednesday Ooh. nights, they have trivia. And then also, occasionally, they set up a little putt-putt course, okay? Oh, and I don't know about you, but the guys in my life love golf. Every guy loves golf. I don't understand I don't understand it, but everyone loves golf. Did Tyler watch the Masters just like religiously? Dude, he's obsessed with golf. All he wants to do. If you ask him to wake up at 6 a.m. normally, he won't do it. If he's going to wake up at 6 a.m. for a tea time, he's up at 4.30. I forgot. You drive the golf cart. You told me this. Oh, I'm the golf cart girl. I drink Trulies and I drive a golf cart. And I, that's why I love golf. I don't know why y'all love golf. Exactly. No, literally the exact same. <laughs> my brother in his backyard, they have a putt-putt area like my sister-in-law for his birthday did a whole putt thing yeah it's crazy. guys love it guys love golf oh yeah so so funny so yeah they have a, a mini putt putt at eureka heights that they bring out occasionally which i think is really cool because yeah. who doesn't want to like drink beer and play putt putt you know oh it's so fun so you know before halloween danielle and i were so excited to bring you guys spooky cocktails and then we were like oh kind of bummed when it's over but now we're up in it a notch because we have gotten out of the spooky cocktails and we're going to get into the festive cocktails. So get ready to get merry coming up next on I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. We have been waiting all year to share with you festive holiday drinks. Like this is where we shine. I feel like everyone has a place in their life where they feel like they really shine. And for Danielle and I, it's probably finding recipes to make good drinks. And the best drinks come around holiday season. Like spooky season was fun. We did the spooky thing. But like the best drinks come out of November, December, January. Am I right? You're totally right. Like I'm so excited about this. And I think we had some really fun spooky drinks to share with y'all. But I can't even tell you how excited I am about what the recipe Danielle is about to share because I already have it written down. I know exactly I'm going to make it every day. To be fair, I told Jesse the recipe and she was like, oh, I think I saw it on TikTok, so I'm sure I'd like it. (laughs) Dude, once you hear this recipe, you're going to be like, I saw that on TikTok and I saved 
it. Like, this is what you need for your Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I love this recipe because, like, you can have different variations of it. And I think that's, mm-hmm. like, a cool thing about it. So Jesse saw a certain type of variation of it on TikTok. I found this one on Pinterest. And it is just a, an apple cider sangria. So whatever things that you love, like, you can add into this recipe. You're going to make it super fun. And plus, I think this is, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, but this is a giant pitcher, right? It's massive. You can either have it for yourself or, you know, pour it up for your friends and family. Yeah, this seems to me like a really fun thing if you're going to do like Thanksgiving with the fam or maybe like a Friendsgiving. I don't know if we're doing that this year because of COVID, but if you're going to do like anything where there's more than two people and y'all can finish a picture, (laughs) this is what you're going to need. Challenge accepted. So imagine just taking a large pitcher and you're just going to just dump all of the ingredients I'm about to say, just dump all of the ingredients into this picture, okay? So ingredient number one, apples. So you're gonna get an apple, like a tart apple. I love a Granny Smith, and you're just gonna cut all that up and then get a sweet apple, like a honey crisp. Again, you're gonna cut it all up. So then you have like the green apple from yeah. the Granny Smith, the red from the honey crisp, and then you're gonna get a cup of fresh cranberries or pomegranate seeds, whatever you prefer. You're gonna dump this into your pitcher. You're gonna add a cinnamon stick for garnish, half a cup of simple syrup, half a cup of white sugar, a cup of unsweetened apple cider, half a cup of apple brandy, half a cup of triple sec, and then you're gonna pour in a bottle of dry white wine, like a Savion Blanc. So that's gonna be your final topper into your pitcher and give it a really good stir. And that's all that you're gonna need to have your awesome cider that's gonna impress. Dude, I love this recipe for multiple reasons. Number one, the fact that you can kind of interchange all the alcohols, like the one you described, I think would be my favorite because I like doing things with brandy but the one I saw on TikTok was pretty much the exact same recipe but instead of the brandy it was the Jack Daniels Tennessee apple really really good and then Prosecco if you like bubbles you know instead of white wine that would be a really good thing to add honestly probably do white wine and Prosecco. Hey, exactly. I mean, it is the season. Depends on how big your pitcher is. Another reason I like this is because the fruit is added into it. And it reminds me of just like when you go get a sangria at a restaurant and you're trying to fish out the rest of the fruit with your straw. Like I can never leave the fruit in the bottom. I like to eat it because it is soaked up. up. Yeah. The apples are like soaking up that alcohol and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm healthy, but I'm also (laughs) an alcoholic. I am the epitome of health. My body is a temple, like all of the things. But it makes the fruit like sweeter and apples really do absorb a lot. So I, if I go to a restaurant, I swear they're like, God, she's an animal because you get the straw and you try and like fish out the blackberry because you oh, <laughs> want every, yes, you want every last bit of it. So I think, you know, if you're doing this in your own house, obviously, it's a lot easier to be gross and spoon things out because you can do that sort of thing. You do you. And you know what? If you want to kick it up a notch, you can take a glass and then put a cinnamon sugar rim, just kind of like swirl it in some cinnamon sugar, put the liquid in there, and then make sure that you're garnishing with that apple, those pomegranate seeds, and a little cinnamon stick into your your cup and make it like extra festive. It's like a really good way to impress who's ever coming over for Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving, whatever it is. This is a really good way to impress them. It's just, it's so good. It makes me feel festive. I feel more in the holiday mood when I have a holiday drink and I'm sitting next to a Christmas tree. Anything that has like a cinnamon stick in it right? <laughs> or like some sort of berries, you know, you're right? like, 
Yes. Me, when I change out my Bath and Body Works soap from pumpkin to berries, I'm like, ha ha, this season, tis it. I love it. I love it. We're going to continue to do very festive, fun, fall, Christmassy drinks throughout the entire month of November and December and probably even into January because that's the type of person and people that we are. But if you have any ideas of things that you want to share with us, even if it's not your recipe, like even if you did what I did and you found something cool on TikTok that you think people need to know about this, please send it to us. Danielle always checks her Instagram. She's on it 24-7 at Hangry Houstonian. So make sure to give her a follow and slide into her DMs if you have any ideas on something you want us to chat about. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. All right, Danielle, I know your Instagram DMs have been popping this week when it comes to Thanksgiving, am I right? Yeah, I mean, people want to know what's going on, what are like the festive things going on in Houston, what am I doing? You know, people are just curious. Yeah, and you know what? We really want to make sure to mention this because if you have the alerts on your phone we're sure last week you got the same alert that we did from judge lena hidalgo mine went off you know like the amber alert noise on your phone that's like cases are rising mine went off in target like i was in target in the toilet paper aisle and everyone was like what in the world don't worry it's just our girl lena But she said, you know, and everyone is really encouraging us to cancel our gatherings with big groups of people for Thanksgiving and really just stay within our households. Something cool that if you don't know about is that Zoom is taking away their 40 minute time limit for Thanksgiving. So you and your family can go on in 30 hours is the max and you can chit chat all day long for Thanksgiving. There's no way I'd want to talk to my family for 30 hours straight, but I appreciate that. That's so nice of Zoom. Isn't that really cool? Because, I mean, we're cheap. We have a freebie account. Like, don't get it twisted. We have a 40-minute time limit. So I think this is a really cool thing, and we want to make sure that we're staying as socially distant as possible and know that we definitely are promoting that you guys do what you can to stop the spread, wear your masks, stay home and go on zoom and i mean danielle you and i are both kind of modifying our thanksgiving plans right yeah i mean my mom's family every year has a big thanksgiving i mean i'm one of 26 first cousins like i mean we got people in our family yeah and so this year it's just going to be my mom's two sisters i don't even know if i'm going back to baton rouge my sister that lives in california and works for apple i don't think she's flying in anymore my Mm -hmm. brothers live in dc i'm not sure if they're coming in i mean as of like today we're all kind of still trying to decide what we're doing i might just be at home chilling you know on zoom yeah on zoom ordering chick-fil-a so (laughs) well you know what's so crazy is before this it really seemed like our numbers were going down everyone kind of had a positive attitude like we're getting better we're getting better and then we all made thanksgiving plans and then it was like just kidding things are are really alarming and in houston i have heard our numbers are getting pretty dangerous so i am flying home for thanksgiving i'm gonna go see my family in detroit because i haven't seen them in a while however we are not doing Thanksgiving. My big sister's not even coming and she lives there. Mm -hmm. She's staying home. It's really just going to be me and my parents. And, you know, we're just going to spend some family time. And we encourage you guys to do that. Like, spend time with your family. It just has to be in small gatherings and do what you got to do for your mental health to get that good turkey. Because you want to know what sucks about doing Thanksgiving by yourself is not getting the good mom food. Oh my gosh. Like, my family's food is like fluffing season to a max because the food is so good. Favorite. Honestly, my dad, we were having the conversation today. He was like, why does it matter? Like you can come at another time. And I was like, I'm craving my nanny's sweet potatoes. 
so badly. That's all I want. I could go to any Houston restaurant and I don't want it. Take no. it. You can have it. Hold doggo. You can take it. You can have the food. Take I, it. I just want my nanny's sweet potato casserole. That's take all it. I want. So that's what you're craving. Number one thing, sweet potato casserole. It is so good. And honestly, like I like sweet potatoes, but like, you know, you see sweet potato casseroles and they have like the marshmallow topping and yeah, stuff. Yeah. That's not how my family does it. We do it like a pecan crusted where it's almost like a dessert. Oh my gosh. It'll make you want to slap your grandma. It is so good. I only eat it for Thanksgiving and Christmas because I, you know, want to watch my waistline. And so I wait for it all year. And this is my moment. I've been waiting for so long for it. You need this moment. We all need this moment. We need the potatoes. We need the turkey. We need the gravy. Please enjoy your Thanksgiving with your family. Be as socially distant as possible. Use Zoom. Have fun. We are excited to get fat. Exactly. Uh, jolly old man. I think when I think of that, I just think of Santa. So. Jolly old man. All right, Danielle, let's get into the addresses of all the places we talked about today. We gave you a lot. Danielle, I'll give you a t- of date night spots which is awesome so let's start out with our first brand new three date night spots let's do it alice blue was my first spot at 250 west 19th street okay second spot was oso and cristala at 1515 texas avenue and i wanted to mention that they're actually having a thanksgiving menu that serves four people and it's 99 dollars oh okay steal perfect third spot was irma's southwest at 1475 Texas Street. Okay, what's our next spot? We did festive spots. Festive holiday parties kind of atmosphere. First spot was Wheezy's Table at 3939 San Felipe. Okay. Second spot was B&B Butchers mm. at 1814 Washington. Then the third spot was The Annie at 1800 Post Oak Boulevard. Perfect. And then we went by you bar hopping. First spot was Carbock at 2032 Carbock Street. Then we went to Eighth Wonder at 2202 Dallas Street. And then to round it off, we went to Eureka. The Heights at 941 West 18th Street. Perfect. And we hope you guys have the most amazing Thanksgiving. We'll talk to y'all a little bit before then. Don't worry, but we are very excited for us to be able to spend some time with our families. If you have any ideas of places you want us to talk about or even cocktail recipes for a cocktail of the week, please feel free to slide into our DMs at Hangry Houstonian and at JessieWatt965. We want to give a big thank you to our executive producers, Chase Murphy and Sarah Frazier. We thank you guys so much for for listening and we'll talk to y'all next week cheers guys i'm sorry for what i said when i was angry with jesse watt and danielle dubois make sure to listen saturday morning at 9 a.m on cbs sports radio 650 95.7 hd3 or on the radio.com app download it today